It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day. He's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Well, we're back from Florida and ready for another fast-moving Friday afternoon. So the Saudi International is making news. Pebble Beach looks perfect, and the ladies drive on through Florida. Later, we'll talk to one of the cool things I saw in Orlando. But right now, it's time to roll, Wade Weezer. Give me the chili peppers. The pro show. You know it, everybody. It's on. You better believe there, Mr. Wade Weezer, that I'm fired up to be back in the booth with you. Yeah, you're brother. extra spicy so far. Oh, man. The spice is going to be laid on because yesterday I had a nightmare experience. And I got to hit this early because I got to get it off my chest. Okay. Right? I have got to get it out there for the masses to understand something. The masses want to know. Well, you know, there's been a lot of people throughout my career that criticize me for maybe not being the most patient person. Okay? Yesterday. Ready for this? You sound like my wife. Uh, well, <laughs> Amy, she, she's she so impatient when I'm impatient. Yes, <laughs> Amy, he didn't mean that. He's oh, just he's just me. stubborn and ignorant. Okay, now this is my story. Don't steal my thunder here. Okay, Sorry, yesterday I had to make a health insurance call. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Guess how long I was on the phone for? And add at least two hours. Oh. No. Guess how long? Add two hours. Hey, whatever you're gonna guess, just add. I can't. I can't guess that. Three hours. Oh, no. I don't want to guess anymore. Three and a half hours. Keep going. Four hours. All right. It's not an auction. Five hours. (laughs) No. And 47 minutes. Now, I know that because my iPhone counts the time. Five hours and 47 minutes. Now, ask me the most important question. Did I get what I need solved? I'm going to guess no. Of course not. No. (laughs) No. Because by the time we got to the point where we figured out what needed to happen, okay, Everything was closed in their departments. I was just basically on the phone with like the janitor, you know, (laughs) unbelievable. Wow. I'm so, I I don't know if I, I don't, I can't, how did you stop your life for five hours to be on the phone? It was unbelievable. Were you doing other stuff? Oh yeah. Like washing dishes. Shit. You know, uh, (laughs) (laughs) what? Yeah. The, the, the part that, so this is how long I was on the phone. My AirPods ran out. He had to shave twice. I, I, I charged them, and then I wore them again, and they wore out. Oh, no. oh good It was unbelievable. Gravy. It was unbelievable. Uh, people are unbelievable. the worst. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to mention anyone, but Horizon, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, right, right, could right. not be any worse at their job. Well, you're just a big man. That's why I didn't mention it. Oh, uh, my daughter. <laughs> my, my, I got done, and my daughter's like, she's like, I'm like literally scared of you right now. <laughs> I was like... It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. But you know what else was unbelievable, right? Last weekend, and you know we hit again. You know, read the line, hit. I bet, yeah, no, we for hit. sure. We hit, right? I mean, you and I, all we're doing is just counting Benjamins these days. It's yeah. unbelievable, well, right? So that's that's two wins for everyone that's playing along since we turned to calendar. Yep. That's two wins in four weeks that I predicted on the newsletter, readtheline.com, Okay. It just so happens this past weekend, we hit on 90 to 1. Wow. 90 to 1, right? Luke List, the winner, was written on Wednesday when the newsletter was delivered, folks. 
You can go look it up. It's in the archives. We had Cam Smith at the Century Week 1, Week 4, January. We've hit 50% mm. of the outright winners I on tour. I'm going to have to start putting my money where your mouth is. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, man. It, this is not a joke, okay? This ain't no hobby, no, folks. You're proving a lot to 20, me. 25 years as a club professional, 10,000 hours of teaching, playing golf at a professional level. I know things, right? And I'm just telling you. I mean, I, those that know me, I'm the last one usually to say something like this, right. but you are missing out. Well, the proof is in. You, People you, are missing out. It's not People are missing out. And here's the best part of this whole story, right? So we know that Tory ended on Saturday because, you know, the football was on Sunday and everything, which was cool. Great. No big deal. Saturday night, you know, the phone is just blowing up because sure. Luke, Luke List wins. And I think back to last Friday's show and we had two interviews. We had Major Ed, who's just amazing. Right. Guy fires you up and yes, everything. Totally. And then we had the total polar opposite and Jamie Mulligan, who is the coach of the year. Now, you're going to ask some you're going to ask me there, Mr. Wade Weezer, mm -hmm. who does Jamie Mulligan teach? Well, he teaches Patrick Cantley. All right. FedEx Cup winner. He teaches the Corda sisters, Nellie and Jessica. Great. He teaches Luke List. Really? Oh, yeah. Right. So it gets better. Right. So Friday I get done with the interview and I turn to him and I go, hey, man, I go. Luke looks really good this week. Because remember now, that's like the middle of the, like it's after two rounds right. and he's in position, you know, Luke's in position and he, and he kind of looks at me, this is off, off radio. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Hey man, he goes, if there was ever a week, he goes, I'm telling you, he goes, he's rolling the ball right now. Luke list always hits the ball. Great. Okay. He hits it phenomenally like a top 10 person in the world. Right. Okay. But he can't putt. All right, so he's like with Tony Finau and in like putting putter rankings, he's like over 200 on tour. Okay, there's right, only right, like 125 right, right. guys and he's over 200. So he he just looks me in the eye. And Jamie's he's a surfer, he's a California dude. He's like super laid back. And this was the most intense thing he said to me in the whole 20 minutes we were right. together, 25 minutes we were together, right? In the media center. And he just says he goes, "If I was going to bet him, this would be all the weeks <laughs> to bet him." And I go, "It's funny you bring that up." Right, right, right. It's funny you bring that up because I wrote that I think he's going to win this week. He goes, well, he goes, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Right? Well, folks, all the surprises are over. Okay? That's coming from his coach. You know, I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is why we're doing this. Read it's the, like the line.com. Trading, isn't it? Um, no. <laughs> no. No, it's okay. It's okay to do that in this no. industry. Wait, I, wait, hang on. Hang on. If I ask any coach anywhere across the country, what are they going to say? My guy's playing great. Yeah. Oh, yes. For what sure. The, for what's sure. the agent going to say? This guy's playing great. What's the, the analogy say? I'm making is that you have, you, sir, have the information. Hey, well, I do. To connect yeah. because of what you've done yeah. for your life. Yeah, but like you were going down just because my last name is Stuart doesn't mean I'm related to Martha. Okay. <laughs> your guy saw where you were going with that. Now you're laughing about it because you know you got caught. Right. Now, now I'm going to remind myself next time. I, hey, man. 90 to 1. Okay. That's a, that's a thing there. Yeah. You were thinking Burger King. I was thinking lobster. All right. That's where we're going with this, folks. You know, readtheline.com. Get in. You know, I say it all the time. Subscribe, read, and win. Now, another winning experience that I enjoyed last week was covering the PGA show for pga.com. Sure. So uh, if you haven't looked. Oh, did like, you I'm sorry. I, I said short. I realized you did that. <laughs> That's yeah. really cool. Well, I, you knew that I was down there. I knew you for, were down there. For a, for a number a of different of things, reasons. Yeah. But yeah. So like, I don't know. 2,500 words later and like 12 articles that I wrote last week, 
there was a lot that we covered. And one of the cool things that I found was that because a lot of the big boys weren't at the PGA show and this was a big topic of conversation, you know, the, your, your titleists and your foot joys and all these other folks weren't there. Um, it allowed some of the smaller stories to shine. And it was really cool. And, you know, some of the themes that I saw was like technology and fitness and, you know, training aids and all these all these really different things that normally when you have a show experience, if there's somebody there that you always go to see like a Callaway or something that takes time. You spend an hour in that booth. That's an hour you could have walked the aisles and, you know, maybe hit the new product zone. Right, right, right. And there was all sorts of cool things. I mean, imagine this right new product zone. Two of my favorites right here. Roll on sunblock. Wow. I'm not sure. 2022, right? How come we I mean, never like, hit upon that? How come <laughs> you and I didn't invent that, right? It's staring, it's staring you and I in the face like post-its, okay? Roll on sunblock. That's fantastic. Right? And guess what? It won like n- top three innovations in the new product zone. <laughs> no kidding. Roll on sunblock. Uh, and the best part of the description was it, it works just like deodorant, but it's sunblock. Right. <laughs> you know, I understand everything about that product now. Thank <laughs> you. Let's, let's make it even more obvious as I stand here and go, I am an idiot for not thinking it's of not this. not catchy, but it really yeah. gets the message across. So here's another one. I, I, kept, I kept just hammering people with this one. There had to be a million different Yeti companies there. Really? Selling tumblers, okay. right? Tumblers okay. are a thing on the golf course. You know, people want cold drinks. Sure. And uh, whether it's coffee in the morning or it's you know what we're drinking right now you and i is you're hitting your you know on cue you're over there taking a sip which is hysterical right so another cool thing was that you know they had this tumbler that had a bluetooth speaker on it of course it did unbelievable it was awesome it was awesome it was like being at a party and having your own walk-up song this is like I would, see. I would love this convention. I don't. I don't have to know anything about golf. <laughs> well, I, I'm telling you, it was it was tons of fun. And um, the reason I'm going through this is that because one of our interview guests today is a good friend of mine. He's a PGA professional. We bumped into one another. He started a company, uh, Golf Live app, and we're going to talk to Alan Belden a little bit later this afternoon. But first, we got to talk to after this break. We got to talk to Mark Canazar from the New York Post because one of the things that's going on this week is we're finally at the point where we're at the Saudi Invitational and. Phil Mickelson's lighting up. He's lighting up the quote screen for sure. And it's been it's been an active week. I, I'm not sure that there's how much substance is to all of this. And that's why I wanted to bring Mark in, uh, because, you know, he follows as, as many things as he can in the golf space. And he's got a lot of good ties. And uh, um, as you like to put it, he's he's got a got, he's got a lot of Martha information. He so he does. So we're going to we're going to talk to him in just about five minutes and we're going to get to him. But first of all, we got to go through the leaderboards real quick. We'll start with the Saudi Invitational. You got Harold Varner, the third and Adria Arnas, you know, a big name from Spain. Um, they're both at 10 under uh, tied for third. You've got Cam Smith. We know him. Matt Wolf. We know him. Tommy Fleetwood's fifth. DJ and Phil are four under uh, Bryson withdrew. Now, that's a story, and there's a lot of stories about Bryson this week over there in Saudi. It doesn't seem like Bryson's in a good headspace, <laughs> you know? And I, I'm telling you, you know this as well as anybody. As much as we make fun of him, he walks a very fine line between sanity and himself, right? right? I mean, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Uh, Xander, Patrick Reed at three under, Sergio, Westwood, Poulter, all those names have been coming up this week. They're at even par. Uh, let's shift to the left coast. We've got the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Tom Hoagie was your first round leader at nine under 63. Seamus Power right there behind him, eight under 64. Patrick Cantley circling. He had eight birdies yesterday, shot six under. Um, 
My guys, Jason Day, Kevin Strillman, RTL, read the line. Uh, they're four under 68. They're doing their thing. Speed three under. 87 guys under par. They got to rotate three golf courses. We don't really know what's going on until Saturday because uh, they have the pro-am aspect of this. AT&T always takes me back to a moment where it's like, it's just yesterday was just killing me. It was like, I, I saw more shots from Macklemore than I did from Patrick Cantley, and he's the favorite in the field, right? And it reminds me of what I needed to prepare myself for this weekend, which is like a Bill Murray fest, right? Okay. Right? Which got me thinking as I was writing some notes down this morning, which is, what's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Oh, out of nowhere, you hit me with that. Yeah. I mean. Well, what, when do you ever see what's coming? Groundhog Day is great. And you got to say. Appropriate Ghost- for this week. Of course. You got to yep. say Ghostbusters without question. Stripes. I mean, there, there's. Stripes is a good one. You can't go wrong, yeah. I don't think. What, what are you going to hit me with? I'm gonna, I am gonna. love Ghostbusters, man. Okay. I do. I mean, there's just so many good catchphrases Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. Uh, Ghostbusters is great. Obviously, people think with golf, Caddyshack, I'm going to say Caddyshack yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, there, there's there's a ton of them. But, uh, you know. He wasn't the star of that, though. So, he you know, he wasn't. Caddyshack? Yeah. Well, no. He, you no, know what I mean? I mean, he's I mean a character, a, that's for sure. There was a collection there. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Oh, man. Chevy Chase, the whole Ted Knight, the whole crew. Anyway, um, just, I, you know, anyway. Uh, top 16 ties after Saturday. And let's talk about the ladies real quick. The drive on down in Fort Myers. Crown Colony Golf and Country Club. First time they've they've been to this site over there in Fort Myers. And New Jersey's own Marina Alex with a little 65 in Nasa Hataoka. At 65-7 under your first round leaders, they're playing, of course, this afternoon. Patty Tavitanikit, she's in third, along with Leona McGuire. 66, they were six under. Uh, friend of the show, Megan Kang, love following her. She yeah. shot four under. Nellie's even par, her sister withdrew. So good luck to, and get well soon, to Jessica Corda. Uh, they are only playing three rounds. So if you're looking for them on Sunday, you're looking in the wrong place. So <laughs> Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the coverage is all online, folks. So we make a lot of complaints about coverage that they're not getting enough for the ladies, right? World, wake up. We live in a streaming world. Okay. We do. We do. All right. Peacock has got them. Uh, it's also on LPGA.com in the morning. So you're going you're gonna to get them from 10 to 1. Uh, yesterday, they did some cool things. They were interviewing Molly Marcusamon, who friend of the show, uh, LPGA commissioner, and then three to six, they're on Peacock. So you can get plenty of LPGA coverage this week, which I love. And what I also love is Phil Mickelson. Here's the quote for the lead-in to segment two, right? Okay. This, this is Phil, right? <laughs> this is straight from uh, John Huggins, who was over there for Golf Digest, and he just got Phil going, and here we go. The media rights are but a small fraction of everything else, and it is the tours, he's referring to the PGA tour, obnoxious greed that has really opened the door for opportunities elsewhere. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it's a tough transition to go from that to my New Jersey Golf Foundation read, <laughs> but um, that's what we're going to get into with Mark Cannizzaro. And you know what? The season's about to begin, and I know our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey Golf PGA section, is committed to positively impacting the lives and communities through the game of golf in 2022 and beyond. Led by PGA professionals, programming for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs provides the opportunity to experience the game in a welcoming environment. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. It's it's quarter past three here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We'll be back in a moment with Mark Cannizzaro from the New York Post. Shindig, chop chop, he says I'm gonna win big. 
Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're Key, not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes Key, to it. clearing it out. Y'all take care of Spoken business. like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe <laughs> well, Dinkins, Bar, team Bar, me. Bar, his name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. Me, Sean, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming led by PGA professionals. So individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and you're listening to ESPN. 920. My main man from the New York Post, Mark Canazaro, is here this afternoon to help us make sense of this Saudi golf thing. You know, this story is certainly heating up. And nobody can stoke a fire like him. Maybe it's just me, but it seems like the glory days of the PGA Tour maybe are over. Well, let's see what we can learn at the end of a very interesting week. All right, we've got Mark Canazar from the New York Post. Mark, welcome to the Pro Show this afternoon. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, Keith. How you doing? Oh, man. I am fired up to talk to you this afternoon because it has been one interesting week. And uh, if there's anyone that knows what's going on in my Rolodex, it's you. So I'm so happy you had the time to join us. Um, real quickly for the listeners, what what is going on over there in Saudi Arabia? It's more than a golf tournament, that's for sure. There's a lot of money flowing around, Keith. A lot of money, and there's a lot of uh, uh, interested uh observers from Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, uh, obviously watching what's taking place. And this is not new. This has been, you know, the threat of the Saudis trying to lure, you know, the best players in the world off the PGA Tour uh, has been, has been, you know, out there for a few years now. Uh, it's just now starting to percolate a little bit uh, more aggressively. And obviously, you know, as, as you referred to in the, in the opening there, um, you know, this week as we're speaking, you know, they, they've got the Saudi Invitational over there where there's uh, a lot of the top players in the world, many more than there are playing at Pebble Beach, the AT&T Pro-Am, which is one of the PGA Tour's, you know, kind of signature events over, over the past uh, several decades. Uh, that doesn't sit well with PGA Tour officials. Uh, and uh, there, was a lot of, there were a lot of threats leading into... Um, 
you know, the, the Saudi Invitational, when players were committing, that the tour was not going to quote unquote allow them to go over there because because the PGA Tour supposedly has to give uh, give a player consent to go play at these events, and players are like, well, you can do whatever you're going to go, we're going to go, and the bottom line is. Uh, you know, these players are there because the Saudis are offering massive signing, I mean, uh, appearance fees. Uh, you know, so guys like Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau, who just withdrew uh, with a wrist and a back injury, or a hip injury, I believe. Uh, and, a, and a lot of these guys, so there's tons of them over there. Uh, they are over there making, you know, millions of dollars without having to strike a, a golf ball and, and without any worry about whether they make the cut or not or whether they, they do well. And uh, so this is this has been hanging over the PGA Tour for a while, and uh, it's it's gotten more real this week. And, and obviously, Phil Mickelson, you referred to, I believe, in the, uh, in the intro, uh, along with several other players, were very vocal about, you know, a potential shift in the, in the, in the paradigm of, of, of the sport. Uh, because of what's going on over in Saudi, you know, there's a lot of elements to it as well. Uh, Greg Norman, as you also referred to, is is uh, the head of this CEO of this uh, Live Golf uh, enterprise that's been put together, and they are in the midst of uh, of putting together a team concept in golf uh, and luring a lot of these players uh, or, or attempting to lure a lot of these players to, uh, over, to come over and play. So there are, there's a lot of stuff going on. I know I just rambled on a quite a bit there, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, percolating. And, uh, I don't know how it's all going to unfold, but, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely got the PGA tour shaking in its boots a bit. Well, you know, it's interesting. I just for the listeners to break it down, there's 10 of the top 50 in the world at Pebble Beach, but there's 20 over in Saudi Arabia. And, you know, that gets people's attention. That's for sure, because this event is literally like a member guest that I might have run. I mean, if you look at this thing in the coverage, it it's the Asian tour. This is not the DP World Tour. This is not the even the Corn Ferry Tour or the LPGA or, or certainly not the PGA Tour. And yet all of these big names are over there. And of course, Phil seems to want to really want to take the headlines at this point when he starts throwing out terms like obnoxious greed. Right. Coming from a guy who just earned eight million from the PGA Tour or who's worth, you know, he's probably liquid 200 million. I mean, I mean, some of that is tough for me to stomach. And these crazy numbers that they're all throwing out. I mean, do you actually I mean, you've been around a long time, Mark, and you've seen crazy numbers in all of sports. Right. Do you think these numbers are actually real because there's no like contract length or are they appearance fees? What are they? Oh, I think they're real. Uh, the, the the numbers are real uh, because you know the, the money is limitless over there, uh, and uh, you know what you say about Phil is is true. You know, true, and he's not the only one, but he's 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 kind of become the face of this a little bit. It's very difficult to take sides here and listen to you know somebody like Phil saying that you know the, the PGA Tour is obnoxiously greedy. When that eight million dollars that you referred to is that player, uh, you know, the player uh, impact program that the uh, the PGA Tour implemented as as part of an answer to what's going on over at Saudi Arabia with all the money that they're throwing around, you know, they they put together this this massive forty million dollar I believe program, this PIP program that they call it, you know, and it's a 
it's a, it's a complicated system, but essentially it's you know the most popular player out there. And Phil won it last year and this past year and, and won eight million dollars. You know, had, you know, lay down on a, he won one time all year, right? He, he, he obviously it was a massive win at the uh, at the PGA Championship. But it's difficult to listen to him say that they're greedy when he just you know just cashed an eight million dollar check from them. You know, without even having to tee it up, so to speak. So, you know, but the other side of it is, you know, which, which, you know, which the golf fan doesn't understand. And and I, listen, I don't have proof or numbers or you know spreadsheets in front of me. Are is the is the kind of money the PGA Tour is making off of its you know star players like Phil and Tiger and and Dustin and Brooks Koepka and whatnot and 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 uh, Bryce DeChambeau. So, you know, the players are not seeing a lot of the, you know, the tens and hundreds of millions of dollars that the PGA Tour is making off of its players' likenesses. So, you know, Phil brings up, the you know, the media rights and the fact that, you know, if he wants, a, you know, he wants to use a, a highlight of himself hitting a shot at a PGA Tour event, he has to pay the PGA Tour for it, which, you know, I understand that, but, I, you know, the, the, the NBA and the NFL and, and, and whatnot, you know, those players don't own rights to their media rights either, you know. Uh, so, but it's a complicated issue, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to tell you that I know every single intricacy about what takes place inside of the closed doors of the PJ Tour. But I understand where Phil's coming from to, to a large degree because players like Phil and like Tiger and now more recently like DeChambeau and, 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 and Kepka and DJ, you know, they bring countless hundreds of millions of dollars to the PGA Tour. And those players, yes, they're making millions and millions, but are they making as many millions as they should make? You know, that, that, that's the argument, I guess, is what Phil's trying to make. But it's hard to root for any of these guys because they're all, you know, everybody's making millions of dollars. That we, they're making money that, that, obviously, Keith, you and I can't even comprehend. You know, yeah. they make money in one week that, you know, some people no, no, never see in their lifetime, you know. So it's it's a... It was a poor, in my opinion. I understand where Phil's coming from to agree. He's trying to, he's fighting for the, for the players, but it was a poorly chosen set of words, I believe, to to use the word, you know, greedy and obnoxious, obnoxiously greedy. I, I thought that was a it was not a well, well chosen phrase, if that's yeah. for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah, I mean, well, so you know, here's my biggest fear, Mark, and one of the questions I really have that I want to pick your brain with is that my worst fear is that we have this schism that takes place and a couple of the really good players go over and they, they play in this super league. And then what seems to be like all the tiger disciples, your Rory's, your JT's, your Spieth's, your Cantley's, Morikawa's, those guys, they stay on the PGA tour. And then it's like back where we were in the eighties. When if you and I wanted to watch Seve and Monty and Faldo, they were on the European tour. And then, you know, the PGA tour had their product. I mean, could, could this thing actually really happen? Because if it does, I think there's going to be a big split. Yeah, I hope it doesn't, Keith, because that's that that's not good for the game. You know, uh, we, how many times do we hear players talking about growing the game? Right? I mean, if we you, these pre-tournament press conferences, uh, you know, leading you know, leading into this Saudi Invitational, you know, I mean, you know, I think I I, I saw one of my colleagues from Golf Digest. I think it was Alex Myers, maybe, had put a great tweet out. He kind of he kind of highlighted a Patrick Reed. Uh, transcript from his pre-tournament press conference, and I think he used the word "grow" about 
you know, eight times in, in two paragraphs about growing the game. Bottom line is, you're not growing the game if you're splitting it, like that, like you just referenced. You know, that's not a growing of the game. That's that's a, that's ruining the game. It's 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 hurting the game. Uh, so I don't really know what the end result is going to be here. Uh, I, I will say that I have been privy to um, some of these, you know, uh, summits that, uh, that that Greg Norman and his people uh, have been putting together with this with this potential league where they're trying to lure these players. And I do believe that there's a, there's a there's room for players to be a part of a league and still play on the tour on the PGA Tour. And I also think that the league is intriguing because you know you and I are older school, Keith. You know, in terms of watching golf. I mean, I don't know what your age is, but you know, I'm sixty. You know, I don't feel like I'm sixty, but you know, I've been watching golf you know forever. And and but there's a newer generation out there that's not sitting around on Saturday or Sunday afternoon watching five hours of golf coverage, you know, it's just not doing it. And, you know, so I, I, I do believe that the, the team concept, which is, which is faster and more, more of more consequence more quickly. And I, I do believe that there's room for that somewhere. And I, I, and I do also know that in, in, in its proposals, Norman and his people are trying to make that clear you know, and I'm not taking sides here. I'm just, I just know, I'm privy to, you know, what the Norman team concept is because I've been, I've sat in on, you know, on one of their big summits, you know, and uh, uh, I do believe there's room for it. I, I don't think there's any way that any, any of us who watch the game of golf or who are a part of the game of golf want to see a split like you just referred to, and I don't really believe that will end up happening. Uh, but what I, what, what's interesting right now is, you know, this league has been hanging in the, in the, in the air for a while and not really been officially announced because they need big names to, to sign dotted lines. And they don't have that yet because otherwise that league would have been announced already officially. We're just kind of all talking around it right now. And uh, it's, you know, the talk is getting a little more emboldened now because of what's taking place out in, in Saudi Arabia. But, you know... It's my understanding there's a lot of players sitting around going, "Hey, you know, I'll sign if you sign. You sign, you're going to sign. Who signed yet? Anybody signed yet? You know." So they're waiting for that to happen, and uh, if it does, this all becomes much more interesting. And then we find out whether these things can coexist together. You know, the league and the PGA Tour. You know, you bring up a lot of cool points there, and folks, if you're wondering who that voice is locally here in New York, that's Mark Cannizzaro, New York Post sports writer forever and insider, and you know, I just can't help but think about the fact that you talk about the traditional aspects of the game and then this paradigm shift over to what could be a team event and some kind of league format. But yet it's all the older players outside of Bryson and maybe Patrick Reed that seem to re- be really fueling this thing, like the Westwoods and the Poulters and the Phils of the world. I mean, these guys, their prime has passed. And I, and I don't begrudge them maybe going for a, for a money grab, right? But it seems like the core of what is the PGA Tour for the next 10 years, our Ryder Cup team, isn't as interested. So I just really fear the split thing. That's for sure. I mean, as a PGA pro, you know, I'm in my 40s, so I, I, I've experienced both sides of it. I, I've experienced a lot of what it was in the 80s, but then I also love a lot of what's going on right now. I, I, just, I just really wonder if this thing isn't just a total leverage play by the players at this point, and then when it comes well, right down, leverage play, Keith. 
it's it's. I mean, listen, this is this is the best thing to happen to the PGA Tour players, and they, and they're you know they're not hiding it. I mean, this is a leverage play, and that's where that's where Phil is is you know comes into play because Phil's kind of the leader of the pack when it comes to that. There's absolutely you know I you know I had a long conversation with Bryson DeChambeau uh, at uh, at the at the event in uh, at Tiger's you know uh, hero event in. in in uh, the Bahamas in November, and uh, we talked a bit, not for publication, but just kind of just chit-chatting about this, you know, this element of this. And, uh, you know, all of the players, the big players, believe that they deserve more out of the tour, uh, and, you know, the players that bring the eyeballs to the sport. And, and again, Phil is the poster child here. You know, you, you reference... Uh, it isn't interesting you reference to some of these quote-unquote older players like Westwood and and whatnot. Part of the part of the elements to this team concept is having captains, and you know it's you know and who knows whether this ever gonna, it will ever get off the ground. But um, you know Phil could potentially be a captain, could be a playing captain, could be a non-playing captain. Tiger could be a captain if he wanted to be, not, and not even play. Excuse me, and have that four team you know you know four four player team, and you know so that way you still have names involved. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff balls in the air on this thing, and, and a lot of stuff to still to be determined. But you know, I, I think that the, the 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 Norman and the Saudi, you know, team concept thing from from the things that you know from the times I've listened to them their, them you know articulate their program, it, it's very well thought out. But you know, again, it's going to require a lot of big names, you know, to, to come over and do it for anybody to be interested. You know, you, no. I mean, I mean, I throw a couple of names out. It's, it's no offense to, you know, these players that I'll throw out there. But you know, if Kevin Streelman and Jason Kokrak are your marquee players on these teams, nobody's going to, you know, nobody's going to turn the television set on, right? So, and uh, you know, you need the big name players, which is what the holdup is here, frankly, because they don't have these guys' names, you know, uh, you know, on paper yet. Uh, but this is absolutely a, a a power play on the part of the players. And, you know, the question is, can these two things both coexist? Uh, can these things coexist? Or will one just, you know, will the tour, you know, the tour, is, as, you, as we've already seen, has added a lot, significant money to purses. They added this PIP program. They're talking about a fall series for the top players to make more money. There's a lot, I mean, you know, this, this movement from the Saudis has already sparked you know, has already gotten the the PGA Tour officials off its stools or out of its lazy chair, so to speak. Oh, yeah, know, there's, right? there's no We've doubt about that. that. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. That's for sure. You know, and, you know, the team event thing would really engage a new fan. I mean, the average person that watches golf is 64 years old, right? We need to improve upon that because there's a lot of younger people that are playing and maybe aren't watching as much as they should in order to try to, you know, be the most well-rounded fans of the can of the game that we can. Right. So yeah. uh, it, it's all very interesting. I know it'll play out. I know. I think you and I would love a little bit of both, but I certainly, we certainly don't want the split. And um, I guess time will tell Mark. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, we, I hope not to see the split. And I really, at the end of the day, don't think there that'll it'll come to that. Uh, I'll be surprised if it does come to that, but you know, I, something's going to break one way or the other, um, and uh, you know whether that means the tour is, you know, is is becoming you know much more uh, 
willing to you know to open its books, you know, so to speak, and and, sure. and hand out more money to these players, or you know, maybe or again, may, maybe there is a, a way for this this thing to work where players can be part of this team concept and still be on the tour. You know, the tour doesn't think that. I know that because you know the tour, you know, has more than the the these six or eight events that that the average golf fans ever heard of, as we know, right? I mean, there's a lot more events out there. And they need you know these big players or some of them at least to be part of these thing these tour these these events, you know I mean I, I, you know I, I, without rambling I'll give you a, a, one a, one event that's become really kind of a very popular event in the last several years is the Travelers tournament up in uh, up in Connecticut yeah it used to be that nobody played that tournament and now they've really become like a a really fun cool event the players love going up there they get some pretty big names up there you know. Events like that will suffer if 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 this league concept takes the players away from too many of these events, and that's what the tour is concerned about. Agreed, agreed. And you know what? Um, well, we'll see what happens with all of this. You know, I appreciate you coming on because it's been a big week, and you're breaking some news for us. And uh, as more comes about, I'm sure you'll come back and join us for some more. Anytime, Keith. Good talking to you. Always. Folks, up next, we're coming back with my PGA friend pro, Alan Belden. Uh, thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Catch you in a few. Mike Greenberg is Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers, if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. But, you know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans, wasn't able to go to the Lakers, winds up on the Clippers, then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And watch exclusively on ESPN+. You got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Face for radio. I I get a lot of that, too. As the Pro Show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. Here we go with another chat. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. You know, golf's a traditional game, but with all the recent popularity, new ideas are popping up all over the industry. Virtual golf coaching? Well, to me, it's better than sitting on a bike. This next conversation is for both players and coaches. Connecting online can happen, and our next guest is an award-winning PGA professional who's got a product that gets us there. The 2022 season is here, folks, and I think it's time for some new ideas. Great job on the board there, Mr. Wade Weezer. I love all that. A little in excess, taking me back, but more importantly, the message involved. We do have a new sensation here. Alan Belden, PGA professional. Welcome to the Pro Show. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks for having me. You know what? It's a pleasure. And uh, I, I got inspired when I saw you last week and we started talking about what you're up to. You know, And before we get to that, just in a, just in a quick quick aside you know i love to just jump right in there and i wonder what you thought i mean you're a longtime pga professional like myself up there in the new england section what do you think of the pga show last week well it was definitely uh smaller than in years past uh i think it was my 26th or 27th pga show 
definitely smaller than what we have seen pre-COVID. Um, but I think for those that were there, um, they thought it was very successful. It obviously gave the smaller vendors, uh, of which we are one, uh, an opportunity to stand out and shine. Um, and I think that was the case. So the people that were there were there for a reason and they were there for a purpose. Um, and it was a very successful show, albeit on a much smaller footprint than what we are used to. Well, there's no doubt that you shined because that's what brought us to this conversation right here. And I want to share this with my New York audience in just that, you know, I, I saw and I mentioned this in, in one of the earlier segments is that when I was at the show, I saw a lot of fitness. I saw a lot of AI. I saw a lot of technology. I saw all these cool things. And you re, you represent kind of that connection that synergy between technology and the traditional aspects of the game. So for my listeners, you have this product, Golf Live. Tell me what's going on. Well, um, so Golf Live is a brand new app um, that uh, uh, was really conceived about two years ago. And in, in short, what it does is it connects coaches and players uh, live in real time instantly um, where they can request, the players can request a lesson uh, anytime they want from a golf live coach through their phone. Um, it is, uh, it's that simple, um, although difficult to get to the point that we're at now. Um, but um, it is, it is, we all understand instant on demand. Um, that is the way the world runs right now. And why not for golf lessons? So this is a very interesting idea to me. Because being in the space as long as you have and I have, right? I mean, this seems pretty obvious, but it's taken a while to get there, right? How did this, how did this come together? So um, the, back, the, the history of this and the backdrop is, is so our founder, Kisioli, uh, uh, it really is, is out of necessity, right? So that's how inventions become, right? So Keith, um, you know, he's got uh, two, uh, two small children at home. He's an avid golfer. Uh, 10 handicapper. Um, he's at the range one night, um, you know, 8.30 at night, the lights are on and he's got problems. Like he is really struggling and he's got a match in two days and he wants help and he, he can't get it, you know, and his, his window to practice was that, you know, 45 minutes that he had right there because one of the kids had already gone to bed, you know? So, um, he wanted help and couldn't get it. And he just, in his mind at that point in time thought of there's gotta be a better way. And that was how the idea was conceived where he's like, I should be able to go on my phone right now and get help from a coach. Talk me through this then. So he's in that moment, he's in that moment of angst and frustration and everything. What would he do from there? If we fast forward to today and now golf live is available. So, you know, the thing is that there's in, in this space, there is a lot of platforms where you can exchange pre-recorded videos, right? That is nothing new. We have, you know, people sending us, uh, sending coaches, players sending coaches videos through their iPhone for analysis and sending it back. That is not new. Um, and so, you know, Keith researched that, saw that that existed, but in his mind there to take it to the next level he wanted to be able to connect the player with the coach instantly live in real time so that they could have a conversation and looking at the video while they were connected through the app on the call. That is the difference. We have broken down the barriers of being limited to using pre-existing videos. So wait a second. So I can, I can get on there and I can find someone live pretty much yeah. 
during the waking hours of of the clock, right? At least yeah. here in the states, and I can get the help that I need. Now, who who are these coaches? So the golf life coaches are, uh, you know, predominantly PJ and LPGA professionals. Um, that is who our focus is. Um, we are vetting all the coaches. We want the players to have a good experience. We want them to be able to get the help that they need. Um, all of the coaches will be vetted and qualified on the, on, on the app. Um, and so there's a couple different ways you can, you can use the instant immediate feature on the app to request a lesson from those coaches that are available. Um, you do also have the ability to request a particular coach if you want to as well. Um, but what is different about this is that while we're on the, while we're on the call, I can um, video your swing remotely, take that video clip of, you know, five or six seconds, analyze it, draw lines on the screen. You can see it while, while I can see it. I can put notes in there um, and we can have a call and um, have a conversation while on the call. And to me, the biggest thing about that is, is that, you know, as well as I do, having, having you know, taught golf for over 25 years, communication is the key for the student to improving. Getting the feedback and having it communicated properly is the key. Um, and so if they have a question while they're on the call um, about what exactly are we trying to communicate to them that they need to do in order to improve, they can ask that question. It's not it's not a it's it's a two way street, not that pre-recorded environment. And that is that's the difference. All right, folks, if you're listening now, you have an idea of why I wanted to bring Alan Belden, PGA professional on. That's the voice that you hear. He's with Golf Live. It's an app. It's virtual golf lessons, pretty much on demand. I mean, you know, it always bothered me when everyone, all these Peloton freaks are out there all the time. They're like, oh, I got the best teacher online and everything. And I was like, man, come on. I was like, the PGA, we have to be able to do something here. So I'm so proud of you for, for putting all this together. But I wonder, you know, sometimes we live in a very traditional industry. What has the coach's reaction been to this? So, um, yeah, so... <laughs> Look, I come from a very traditional environment, um, having, you know, worked in, uh, in private club side of things for many, many years. Um, and so, you know, to be perfectly honest, it took me some time to kind of change my way of thinking as to how this can be used. Um, you know, look, one-on-one, -on -one, you know, in-person lessons are still going to exist, obviously. This is not going to replace that. Um, but... Think of all the people who are playing golf who don't have access to a qualified coach, who need help that that are not members at a club, um, or you know, or you have a student that is maybe in you know, is a snowbird that is in Florida while you're in the Northeast or the Midwest and want to be able to connect to them. Um, so there's there's definitely a um, this this is this is something that will supplement that, um, but also for there's a there's hundreds of thousands of people that are playing golf that don't have access to instruction. And this is a, this is a way to grow the game, get the people the help that they need um, and, and, and in, increase their enjoyment of the game. Well, it's unfortunate that only 11% of people that play golf take lessons and all of that just isn't from them being hesitant. It's sometimes it's the limitations that you talk about. So let, let's get just into the uh, logistics of all of this. How does somebody get involved? How much does it cost? Um, give me a quick breakdown. So um, the, uh, the app is going to, uh, to launch. Lessons will be available as of February, February 22nd. Okay. Um, we, are, we are still onboarding coaches. 
on February 22nd is when we will go live. In that time, uh, over the next couple of weeks, anybody who is interested in uh, in getting on the app can download the app. Just go to the App Store or Google Play uh, and search Golf Live, and you will see that come up. Download that, create your player's profile, um, and once we go live, you'll be able to request a lesson. Anybody who's a coach that wants to get involved, you just go to the coach's side of things and create your, your coach's profile. And GolfLiveApp.com, you can go to the website there and request information. Um, on either side, coach or player, and uh, and I will most likely be the one that gets back to you um, to answer your questions. Um, so it's just a, it's as simple as going onto the App Store, or Google Play, and downloading the app and creating your profile. The app is free. There is no subscription fees for coaches. There is no cost to download the app. It is uh, you're just paying for the lesson, whatever the the, the cost of the lesson is. Uh, that is your only uh, cost to use. Man, Alan, this is so cool. You know, I, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, you've been around the club professional business, the private clubs forever. And, you know, you're making this pivot movement in order to get the game out there so that more people can learn, which is better for all of us. And, you know, I really admire that. And I'm super proud of all that you guys have put together. And I, I can't believe that Golf Live was an available name. You know, I mean, how cool is that? It's just a great name. Yeah, well, that's, you know, kudos to Keith. Um you know, Keith has spent the last two years of his life, um, you know, working night and day. Um, you know, it's not uncommon for us to be exchanging texts or emails in the wee hours of the morning or night. Um, and he has uh, really worked his tail off to get to this point. And um, um, it's uh, it, the PGA show last week was really uh, affirmation that all of the hard work and hours that have been put in uh, were worth it because the response um, to the app at the PGA show was unbelievable. We had a line waiting for, you know, of, of coaches waiting to see the technology in action. It was really, really cool. Oh, man, I saw it. And that's why you're here. And, you know, we go way back, you and I, Alan. I mean, you were, yeah. you were a mentor of mine back in the day. So I'm really happy to see you do this. And I'm really happy to see your career evolve and, and get in this tech space. It's awesome. Folks, Golf Live app, go check it out. More people should be taking lessons. You could have more fun playing golf. Listen to Alan, you know, listen to this again, download the podcast. You could definitely get some great information. Alan, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the pro show this afternoon. Keith, thanks very much for having me. Um, it's always great to catch up with you. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Folks, we're rolling into 4 p.m. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We're going to come back to wrap up today's show with, of course, the weekly update. The Max Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up suddenly 15 years ago. So he got away with it. 650 Gs. And now he's being sued. I don't know. I, you can't just not show up for work. But, but if he's not, like, doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, I mean, why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show. Weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects Sticks and Hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country 
while connecting you with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even a round of golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show, ESPN 920. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Now, this song goes out to my amazing kids. This weekend, they have a little concert, and they plan to play this one for Dad. I lit up from Reno. I was trailed by 20 hounds. Didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around. Set out one, but I take my time A friend of the devil is a friend of mine I get home before daylight Just might get some sleep tonight You know, before I sleep tonight, I'll post this show. It'll be up there in our archive. And don't lose any sleep. Folks, 920ESPNNewJersey.com, you can stream us anywhere. I know there's people down in Florida listening right now. One other thing, you heard it in the beginning, and I'm going to keep saying it until you get there. Readtheline.com. Subscribe, read, and win with me. Now, back to Jerry and the Boys. I ran down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. Oh man, nothing better than that on a Friday afternoon leading us into happy hour, my friend there, Mr. Wade Weezer. Absolutely. Ah, that one, that's a classic one. And uh, Owen's going to be on the guitar this weekend and Abby's singing. That's so awesome. Oh man, I, I just cannot wait. Where is this going to be at? Uh, Pennington Firehouse. Okay. Yeah, they're doing a little rock cycle. Their music teacher, I brought his name up many times before, Mike Toussaint is a legend. And I can't promote this guy enough. He's got about 50 kids that he teaches music, all sorts of different instruments. Uh, Abby sings ukulele, piano, and uh, Owen will play anything with strings. Owen's, <laughs> Owen's playing acoustic Stairway to Heaven this weekend. Wow. In Rock Seidel. Yeah, wow. It, Turn it, it, it. The next generation. I got, I'm getting my faith is coming back now. Oh, man. And you know how much I love music. And uh, it, it, I'm just, I, I just can't wait till Sunday. I'm so excited. And you know what else I'm pretty excited about? Tell me. Is our friends at TaylorMade, you know? Because after over the past 40 years, golfers have inspired TaylorMade to make a lot of great drivers. But as we know, all eventually reached their limit. TaylorMade has been hard at work making the next generation of drivers. Because where titanium ends, carbon begins. 20 years in the making, the carbon wood age is here. So head on over to TaylorMadeGolf.com to learn more about how all the new Stealth Drivers 60-layer carbon face will give you a better energy transfer for more ball speed, only from TaylorMadeGolf.com. You know, I get easily distracted from time to time when I start thinking about my kids. 
You know, that's a good thing, actually. It is. It is. All right. The smiling assassin over in Dubai, Victor Hovland. Well, he beat Richard Bland in a playoff to capture the Dubai Desert Classic on Sunday after Rory McIlroy missed a chance to win the title in regulation by bogeying the last hole. Now, Hovland was quoted as saying, this is pretty wild. I didn't really think this was possible going into today. He shot six, six under 66. He went birdie, eagle, birdie. So four under in his last three is pretty cool yeah. right there. Yeah. And he gets he gets Richard Bland in a playoff. He goes, I knew I had to shoot real low number, but a lot of things had to come, go my way. And I'm really thankful that they did. Now, Hovland's number three in the world there, Wade Weezer. He's jumping up there. And it seems like he's getting pretty comfortable at the podium because uh, social media caught this when they were handing him the check. You know, that big cardboard check. Sure. He, he, he was behind the scenes going, ka-ching. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. All right. Another KO down in Boca Raton, Florida. Lydia Ko pulled ahead with a birdie on the 15th hole, then another on the 16th hole. And she outlasted Danielle Kang, who was trying to win back to back because she won the week before in Orlando. But Ko took the Gainbridge LPA LPGA at Boca Rio. Mm -hmm. All right. So she's won for the second straight season. And this is now her 17th career victory. Kang closed with a 68. She did her best to try to do the repeat win there on the LPGA tour, but she just couldn't do it. Now, Co credits John Rahm with a quote on Instagram. Rahm said, it's not about how many times you hit the fairway. Golf, at the end, you have to try and play the best you can in all types of circumstances. Well, they, it was challenging weather last weekend, and Co took that to heart, and uh she pulled away with her 17th career victory, and she's 24 years old. Wow. Now, to give you an idea, Victor Hovland's 24 years old. Okay. Right? And he's got about a third of her wins. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, the last time a woman had 17 wins under 25 on the LPGA Tour, Nancy Lopez in 1979. Ladies getting it done. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Now, one more quick one. He's back. My man JR is back in a big way. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? You can That's right. That's right. It was only a matter of time before the new NCAA NIL rules rolled up to NCANT. <laughs> right? I love it right here. Two time world champion JR is back. Okay, he is now being represented by Excel Sports Management. Ooh. Yeah, they they only represent Tiger <laughs> and Justin Thomas. All right, getting real. That's right. I mean, you got the NBA retweeting this. Stephen A. is like he's like retweeting these. I I just love it. Right. So he's beginning his second semester, following a 4.0. Right at North Carolina A and T as a member of their golf program, and they expect that his endorsement deals will approach six figures. Jeez, oh, Louise. Yeah. 4.0 first semester, six-figure deal the second semester. Sounds just like college for me and you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, except yeah. for the good grades and the endorsements. Yeah, 0.0. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks, that's your Pro Show update for the week ending February 4th, 2022. Hey, I got something cool for you, right? Yeah. Not as cool as our sponsors, TaylorMade Golf and the New Jersey Golf Foundation, but... Read the line next week, my celebrity guest picker, two-time World Series champion, Johnny Gomes. How cool is that? Oh, oh man. Nice. Yeah, he lives out there in Phoenix, and they're going to the waste management, and uh, he, we're going to have some fun next week there on, on the newsletter. So everybody, make sure you check that out. And folks, you know what? Every time or every week you check us out, I can't do it without my man, Wade Weezer, and I can't do it without all of you. And you know I love you. So before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about reputations. We are defined by our behaviors. Words will only go so far. 
If you want to be seen as a leader, make sure your actions reflect your role. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the team next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.